Hello, and welcome to the Philosophical Angle Podcast with your host, author Chris Angle. Hi, this is the Philosophical Angle Program, and I'm your host, Chris Angle. I'm the author of four books in philosophy, one of which is The Nature of Aesthetics. And these books are available free for viewing at thephilosophicalangle.com. If you'd like to contact us and make comment, uh, give us a shout on an email at uh, contact at thephilosophicalangle.com. Or <clears throat> better yet, hit that like button if you like it and subscribe. The purpose of the philosophical angle is to examine the nature of concepts and ideas in media. And although this week's topic is not particularly germane to what's happening in the news presently, it is historically something very interesting. And that is the the nature of war and why uh, war happens. So let's, uh, let's go into this. So in order for us to really understand what is the cause of war, I think we need to understand what is the nature of peace. So that which interdicts peace is going to be that which causes war. So let's find out what peace is, and then we'll proceed from there. So first, the definition and essence of peace is composed of one dictum and six corollaries. And the first dictum of peace is that life seeks continuously that which is good for it, and it can see, seeks it never-ending, in an never-ending fashion. There's always a, a desire for more of goodness for one's self. And corollary one of that is that freedom is essential to seeking goodness. And the nature of freedom is that Freedom is the construction of priorities and then the effectuation of those priorities. And when I say priority, it means that which is important to you. So construction of priorities is an example of uh, if you being, uh, uh, you wanting a new car. So, uh, you have, and so you're going to figure out how to uh, get a new car. <clears throat> you get up in the morning and you you're, you're hungry, so you try, and that's a priority, and so you try to figure out how am I going to satisfy that priority. And so uh, the effectuation of that priority, in other words, the satisfaction of the priority of, of breakfast, um, uh, is, the, is an example of the nature of freedom. You want to, uh, you have a priority, and you want to satisfy that priority. So the, the effectuation of a priority is our sacrifice that we make in order to receive a reward. So just as we had an example just now, the uh, effectuation of a priority is our desire to get that car or to obtain breakfast. And our sacrifice is the effort and, uh, uh, and all that we put into it in order to get that reward. And corollary two is a, a, an equation we're going to make of that, which is a sacrifice equals reward. And so we sacrifice our time, uh, for example, in getting our breakfast. We sacrifice our time to get get it together. Uh, we sacrifice the effort that we get to get it together. We get the materials of the breakfast together. And we uh, use our information and knowledge of how, to, of how to put all that together to make the breakfast. 
uh, <clears throat> and we do it within an atmosphere of risk. Um, anything, everything we do is has some risk associated with it. And we do all this to achieve the reward, which is the breakfast, or, or, we, or we do all this to, to go out and work and get uh, and spend our time and effort to get some money uh, to be able to buy a new car, which is the reward. So, um, so everything we do is a sacrifice versus a reward. And we can make an equation of this. We can make uh, a, uh, a risk, uh, information, knowledge, time, effort, and material um, equals uh, the reward. And if it's a service, we can just eliminate that material, the end part there of the, the equation. So once is a freedom is established, as once the priorities are established, then motivation appears. And uh, the motivation is, uh, which is corollary three, Motivation is the relationship between the sacrifice and the reward. So how much sacrifice relative to the reward is your motivation? So if it's very little time and effort to put breakfast together, yet the, the reward is to satisfy the pangs of hunger, we go ahead and do it because the reward is, is, is great and the, uh, the sacrifice isn't uh, so, so severe. So we're highly motivated. To, uh, to go out and get that breakfast. <clears throat> and one way to receive a, uh, a, a reward efficiently is to sometimes join up with others in a cooperative manner to achieve reward. And so often uh, manufacturing companies and uh, uh, or even in uh, just making that, uh, that breakfast, maybe uh, uh, you and your uh, significant other get together and make that breakfast. <clears throat> but in any cases, uh, in any case, uh, uh, even uh, you, yeah, there's a cooperative manner in which we get together with others to, uh, especially in, in making a company, to be able to manufacture uh, something uh, along a, of a service or or a um, or a product. And companies are uh, typically uh, gathered together, uh, people in a cooperative venture, and yet all the people sacrifice their time and their effort, and they use their knowledge and. Uh, and information in order to put it all together and obtain reward. And the reward is that product or service that the company is producing. So cooperative behavior is the sacrifice of two or more uh, more persons to obtain a reward. And they sacrifice their collective knowledge, time, effort amidst the, an environment of risk to obtain a reward. And uh, uh, both of uh, uh, or all of these people all together cumulatively uh, will, will be sacrificing their time, effort, and knowledge and uh, sometimes their material uh, in an atmosphere of risk to produce uh, the goods and services of the company. So cooperative, cooperative behavior is two or more entities adding together what we've been talking about and their, their time, effort, knowledge, and risk uh, to obtain reward, and uh, we make these sacrifices to get to uh, to get a common reward because the participants perceive that reward has goodness, and uh, 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 thus uh, fulfilling the the dictum one and corollary two of the sacrifice equals the reward. And uh, cooperation, uh, cooperative individuals. Uh, this is corollary four. Uh, cooperative uh, cooperative uh, individuals' uh, uh, behavior are the sacrifices that we make in order to achieve a reward for 
for each participant and each participant has the added has the added knowledge that each participant will have greater efficient goodness together than if alone so we companies get together in order to produce those goods and services because they know that one individual can't do everything efficiently but they know that cooperative behavior produces more efficiency in producing uh, uh, our desired uh, result of services and products and in order to produce cooperative behavior which is the uh, effort of our sacrifice and and the knowledge that working together with others will result in the greater ability to produce the goods and services uh, which is good and which allows us to live better we consider others with whom we cooperate important in our lives and thus we make instruments of cooperation and examples of that are all the agreements and covenants and contracts that go into uh, making a company and, and making uh, and, and cooperating with others however uh, oh yeah and uh, there are here are some examples of, of agreements individuals with their individuals uh, that is for example uh, you and your family often uh, have agreements together and, and uh, individuals within within companies uh, have employment agreements and companies with other companies get together to uh, to have to have agreements and society uh, with with government also has a, an agreement that's called the Constitution and uh, all the laws and regulations that go into uh, that agreement between society and government and um, <clears throat> so uh, uh, there is a, a byproduct of, of societal freedom which is corollary one and that is the convergence of priorities that is uh, others may come to have the same priorities which is the nature of competition and so competition emerges through the convergence of priorities and so that that, uh, that often happens when you're in society others have the same priorities as you do and are the inside the society of the United States um, we often have companies that compete with each other because and competition is that they have the same converging priorities that is for example, uh, there are many car companies, and they're all producing cars, and they're after the same buyers of cars, and so they have to they compete in bringing forth uh, their products to the marketplace, and uh, that is, uh, and and that uh, <clears throat> competition uh, happens, and it happens naturally, and it happens naturally from two factors: first, from the existence of freedom, that is we got a freedom to make our priority which is say uh, we want to put together a car for the for the car market and it also comes from St. Augustine's principle of libido dominandi and the lust for uh, dominion the lust to dominate and this is uh, pretty much known from anthropological studies uh, and uh, St. Augustine um, uh, pointed out and so uh, why it's important in co competition is that uh, uh, it, which produces the converging priorities 
uh, it initiates the, the potential for war because uh, economic competition is essentially economic war and companies um, uh, attempt to avoid war by diversifying their products which is per the law of differentiation and we'll get uh, we'll get into that in a little bit um, and for example countries uh, will conform to the law of differentiation through the use of treaties in other words when you have competition it's a natural byproduct that companies or anybody or in societies will diversify companies do it by let's say you have uh, uh, the car product the car products they'll diversify by making expensive cars or cheap cars or luxury cars or sports cars and they diversify so that their product is not exactly the same as another company and so they diversify and <clears throat> and there and the re oh yes and I forgot to tell you and the reason for the nature of competition is not only that we have convergence of priorities but the reason why the libido dominandi is important is that when one entity sees that another uh, that there's a has the same priority it naturally thinks he can dominate the other because uh, and he and he attempts to do that uh, and thus uh, comes into the same marketplace but of course when you get into the same marketplace as we see down here uh, the law of differentiation takes place and it's easier to compete if you diversify away from what everybody else is doing and you put out which which that which you are good at uh, which is of course your priority and uh, so the reason why we have uh, included uh, uh, this principle into the nature of peace is because competition is the convergence of priorities and converging uh, priorities are inimical to the health of the life entity as we as we just discussed all companies individual societies know that direct competition can take away from available resources in the economic arena it makes it harder to get customers and so competition which is which is produced by converging priorities initiates the potential for war economic competition is essentially economic war and companies attempt to avoid this war by diversifying their products as we just mentioned as per the law of differentiation and competition exists because of the, hum uh, the because of uh, human nature uh, as we also just discussed there is this will to compete um, which uh, uh, came about uh, from our predecessors when they came out of uh, the trees and uh, many millions of years ago uh, due to the drying up of an environment and landed themselves on the plains of Africa and suddenly they had to live and travel in groups without trees and um, uh, and they had to uh, uh, go around in packs and uh, the ascendancy of one individual to lead the pack uh, became a, a natural uh, evolutionary principle and so uh, often uh, that which uh, those species that travel in packs have one dominant individual and uh, St. Augustine uh, noted, uh, noted this uh, proclivity not only of, uh, of others but in, in the human species and he deemed it the principle of libido dominandi so now we have corollary five and that's competition which we, we just which we just talked about and that's uh, uh, and so now we and we also talked about the law of differentiation the divergence from the 
market priorities and feeling new demand to deliver new goodness. And uh, uh, and so now we're going to, we can modify, that. we can uh, uh, summarize this and so uh, in the following. So peace equals the pursuance of dictum one, which was that all life pr uh, seeks that which is good for it. And dictum one is composed of the, the six corollaries. The, uh, the freedom, corollary one. Sacrifice equals reward, corollary two. Motivation, which is the uh, rel uh, uh, the comparison of the sacrifice uh, to the reward. And then uh, cooperation. And then uh, competition. And the law of diverse, uh, diver differentiation. And so, interdiction of any of these, of the seeking of that which is good for it, and these constituent uh, corollaries will cause the potential for war to emerge. And let's, let's go over that in a little bit. Let's go and see one, you've got the interdiction of freedom. And possible causes for the interdiction of freedom are anti-knowledge. For example, the rules and regulations uh, and, or heavy taxation. Uh, the realization that you have to give up uh, part of your priority to uh, a, another entity, such as the government or, or whoever. So the interdiction of freedom is, is, a, uh, is, is, a, is one of the causes of war. And we've seen that, of course, heavy taxation. If you're taxed too much, look what happened to the French Revolution, the American Revolution. Uh, it's, a, it's a significant uh, problem. And uh, heavy rules and regulations uh, are, are a, a precursor to the possibility of, of war or a revolution. And for uh, uh, corollary two, the interdiction of our sacrifices to obtain our rewards, uh, and, and these are uh, such as heavy taxation uh, and uh, and uh, corollary three, three, the interdiction of our motivation to achieve the receiving of rewards. So we, uh, so if you, if we have motivation to do something, and something comes along and says, nope, uh, you cannot uh, uh, fulfill your motivation. Although you're motivated, you cannot do it. This causes uh, a great deal of, uh, of a problem in, in society. If this should be uh, prevalent throughout society. And the interdiction of uh, destruction and absence of cooperative contracts, agreements, and covenants. This is uh, uh, an example of when uh, agreements and contracts are non-existent or where they have been broken, cooperation is no longer possible. When cooperation disappears, then respect also vanishes, and so does ethics. Uh, and uh, all that is left, if you have no ethics, all that is left is that the ends justifies the means rationality. <clears throat> and this is probably the number one reason throughout history of war. When there's an when there's an absent or uh, an absence of contracts between countries. Combine that with a motivation to have what that other country has is probably the number one 
cause of all war. Uh, add in the situation of uh, high motivation of a sacrifice versus a great reward, and the result is a high propensity for war. Uh, look what happened uh, in World War II. This is uh, a good cause of it. Hitler probably invaded um, Eastern Europe, uh, Czechoslovakia, and Poland uh, because he was uh, uh, Germany was highly burdened with uh, reparations from the First World War, and he looked to lighten the burden uh, by going in and, and getting uh, more property uh, from others to be able to pay it off and bring Germany back to the uh, to its to its uh, great uh, to its place in in, in high in society competition Co convergence of priorities creates an ongoing basis for economic war uh, constantly and in uh, uh, and in massive extreme situations uh, political war uh, the differentiation and uh, interdiction of of the law of differentiation will also cause a prospect for a war to uh, to appear. And thus to summarize, uh, when cooperation is destroyed with its attendant instruments, for example, the contracts, agreements, and 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 not a possibility in the pursuance of, of dictum one, which is to pursue that which is good for it, the only f uh, and only the physicality and competition and divergence and the principle of libido dominandi remain, then more can be expected. And if we uh, go about and we look at all the causes of, of throughout history, you can find that in each case, the presence of war is here in this summary. Thanks for uh, joining me on this uh, discussion of uh, war and uh, come back again and see us. If you like this video, be sure to hit the like button and subscribe. Thank you for joining us on the Philosophical Angle podcast. Be sure to subscribe and join us for the next installment.